Loading. Connected. It's the Slang Corner Comedy Show, where we kick it hardcore and keep it real. Funny with the homies and fly honeys in the ghettos and whitey too. So grab that bottle of Hennessy Black and roll up that blunt, because we're at the Ann Arbor Comedy Station in Detroit, Michigan, and the smack of down is about to begin on your Michigan candy axes. And here's our host. He's the man responsible for instigating Whitey on a plane to Funky with Iron Mike Tyson, and you know how that went. The MC from across the pond, English Dope. Hummers, fly hummers, and you look good tonight, and finally, Whitey. It's so nice to see you all on the Slang Corner Comedy Show. And we have a great show for you Detroit. Oh, by the way, I recently had to have surgery doggy dog. I got a new voice, and homeboy, don't I sound cool? Moving on, Vinny the funny gangster is here as well as the always, fun girl. And back, by popular demand, and may I, say homeboys and girls, you might be damning yourselves. Mr. Devil is with us tonight as well as Tony Laughington. Also, we have a special guest. But I won't spoil it. How about we get this assault going, shall we Detroit? Because you have a city ready to laugh. Comedy alert, comedy alert. This comedian is related to the five families. It's too bad he doesn't know which family he belongs to. Coming up to the stage, New York's Finny the Funny Gangster. Well, well, well. Looks like we're in Detroit, a city nobody loves. I'm kidding, folks. You make me miss New York. It's a joke. I love Detroit when I'm not here. Anyways, how about those lions? I hear you were willing to get rid of the lions for a bowling alley, but the bowling alley pulled out at the last minute. And the weirdest thing about the lions is both New York Jets and Giants suck, and you continue to outplay us. But seriously, Michigan is a nice state to live in the Midwest. I'm kidding. Just make the best out of a bad situation, okay, folks? However, I will say this. At least marijuana is legal out here, and that's a good thing. Because did you know, marijuana is illegal in Indiana. Yeah. It sucked, so I had to settle for crack, folks. And a hooker. Now, the strangest thing about Indiana is they don't have a baseball team. Yeah, it's pretty sad, isn't it, folks? I mean, Detroit has a baseball team that never wins like the Lions, but you still love them, right, folks? And everybody loves a lovable loser. It's true, folks. Just ask my girlfriend. I tell her I love you, although you're from Detroit, and I'll try not to hold it against you. And finally, are there still gangsters out here? So I called New York and asked are there any gangsters in Detroit? They said yeah. You! <laughs> You know something? I got a call from Peyton Manning. Yeah, he wasn't too happy about the cold jokes. Really? First thing I asked was how the hell did you get this number? Yeah. He said, hey Vinny, you shouldn't talk bad about my team. So I said, how the hell did you get this number? 
So Peyton was like me and Coach worked hard to get the team going in the right direction. Let me ask you a question. When's the last time you've seen Peyton Manning angry? Yeah, folks. Me neither. Anyway, I'm like, how the hell did you get this number? Peyton said to me, some of my old teammates are not happy. They don't want to play baseball. Suddenly my phone rings. It's the five families asking me how the hell did he get this number? So I got mad. I asked, how is it you went from building a hospital to having a drug named after you? And then I asked him, how is it Eli can beat Tom Brady twice and you can't? There was silence, folks. Suddenly Peyton says to me, how the hell did you get this number? <laughs> well, Detroit, I heard an arbor left Michigan. I'm kidding, folks. She just relocated to Michigan State. But anyway, I'm willing to bet that if you combine the Detroit Lions, Tigers, and Pistons, you still come up with a losing record, folks. Don't get mad, Detroit. How many games did the Lions win last year? Trust me. It only takes one hand to figure it out. Even if you lost two fingers. Boy, Detroit, you must be tough because you took those shots pretty good. And the five families called me and said stop messing with Detroit. It's bad enough they ain't got no gangsters, but the good thing is marijuana is legal in Michigan, and thank God for that. Marijuana makes life more easier, folks. Hulk Hogan was right when he said a day without pot is like a day without sunshine, and it's true. Alcohol won't get you through your day, because you become Dennis Rodman, folks. A complete jerk, and trust me you'll never get through your day with heroin either. You'll just end up having a bad time, like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Now, I can see some of your faces out there. Was that mean? Well, isn't he dead, folks? Anyway, coke won't get you through your day either. Because you'll have bad knees and get stretch marks on your lips. And nobody wants that. Now, when you smoke marijuana, you're coherent. You might become a goof, but that's a good thing if you're a comedian, folks. Because the material comes pouring in when you see an idiot do something idiotic. Instead of helping him, you laugh, coming over saying, Hey, thanks for the material. You can hear about it at the comedy club. Thank you, Detroit, because you were a wonderful crowd tonight. Oh, and buy my CD. The five families called me and said I can use the money. Enjoy your night, folks. A word from our sponsor, Joey's Dope Fly Shop of Cars. Say, Fly Guy, your whip looks like you bought it at Goodwill. I didn't know rust bucket and peeling paint was fly. Check out Joey's Dope Fly Shop of Cars. Yes, Joey has all the top models his chop shop could get. Get an Escalade at a bargain basement price along with that 6 for Impala and more. And don't worry about the cops. All tags and identification have been removed and replaced, making your new whip easy and safe to drive. And the fresh paint will conceal any original color. Our Mexican brothers guarantee it. So come on down to Joey's Dope Fly Shop of Cars Home Slice. And save. Comedy alert, comedy alert. This comedian is supposed to be burning in the depths of hell. But he decided to come out to Detroit. Backed by popular demand, it's the Sultan of Sin himself, that funny prince of darkness, Mr. Devil.
How are you all doing this evening? It's nice to be up here on stage, and I must say, Detroit, you look beautiful tonight, so I'm going to start with this one. It's nice to go to from one hellhole in Illinois to another hellhole in Michigan. I'm kidding. Not. Anyway, did you know Mr. Devil went down to Georgia looking for a soul to steal? Well, if you heard the song, you pretty much know how it went. Oh well, but hey. Have you heard the song Highway to Hell by ACDC? Indeed. Bon Scott wrote it singing Hell ain't a bad place to be. Well, I'm sure he regrets it now. What? Well, Mr. Devil thought it was funny. Anyway, have you heard the song Hell is for Children by Pat Benatar? I actually paid her a visit and said when are they coming? Oh. And have you heard of the song Burn in Hell by Twisted Sister? Well, don't worry, D. Snyder. Mr. Devil will personally make sure that you do. Also, I almost forgot this one. Have you heard the song Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin? Play it backwards and it becomes the escalator to hell, my favorite place. Just not right now if you caught my act in Chicago. And here's this one. I talk about your Motor City madman Ted Nugent. But I don't think he's ever written a hell song, but he's a resident of Michigan, so he's suffering already. Okay, okay. You're right. That's not good enough. How about this one? The Great Spinal Tap was inspired to write a song about Detroit. It's called Hell Hole. <laughs> you know you're a good crowd that takes one hell of a pummeling. I like that. But let's take a break from your slandering and move on to something more tasteless. Well, not like the food out here, but still Detroit. Anyway, did you know I'm a huge fan of horror movies? Oh, yes. Next to rom-com. And I got some jokes. Now this took some time, because I was really high so bear with me and put down the drink or blunt. Because I don't want you to waste it. I'll put my blunt down too. Now that your drink end, or your blunt is down, let me start by saying imagine Leatherface dating your daughter, and she's bringing him home to meet you and dear old mom. Now imagine Leatherface bringing his family with him. I like it. Or how about that Freddy Krueger invading a wet dream you might be having? That's one crazy threesome. I got another. Or how about sharing a tent with Jason Voorhees at summer camp? Imagine how that would go. Well, I got more. I'm Mr. Devil, remember? How about a white boy trying to buy some drugs off of candy man in a dark alley? Bad enough white boys in a black neighborhood all alone. He could be visiting me real soon. Now imagine if Candyman was your proctologist. Anyway, imagine you're on date night and having Chucky babysit your kids. How about a stupid girl trying to have sex with King Kong? That's a funky up imagination for you there and I apologize. Not. Imagine somebody having to Uber with ghost face. I bet that's one hell of a ride. And here's my last one. Imagine Michael Myers as your new next-door neighbor. <laughs> you know, Detroit, you're a fun crowd. You take cheap shots so well, you should come to hell with me sometime. Or bring the tigers, pistons, and lions, too. 
they play well enough I'll actually keep them, and you can start all over Detroit. Well, I won't tell if you don't tell. Okay, now. What's the worst thing for Mr. Devil? Running into a Christian. Now, what's the best thing? He's ready to convert. Did you know? Mr. Devil took a stroll through downtown earlier today and saw a fella wearing a Hell's Angel vest, so I approached him and said, Don't fool yourself. And then I heard one fella say to his friend, It's better to be first in hell than last in heaven. So I approached him and his friend and said, Really? How about I take you now? Now remember when I told you that Christian joke? Well, I actually had one come over. And this one wasn't there to convert. Yeah, he must have noticed the horns on my head and the tail sticking out of my bunghole. Anyway, he said, Jesus loves you. I said, you're a liar. Ask his daddy. Then he said, he'll save your soul, tired. I said, look, you can keep yours if you just go away. Don't make me use your Bible as a weapon and thump you over your head. I don't think he got the hint, Detroit. Because he said, I used to be messed up on drugs. Now I'm messed up on the Lord, so finally irritated, I said please, do me a favor, go back to drugs, thank you Detroit. You're a great crowd and I had fun in your hellhole city. Enjoy the night. Oh, I'll be taking souls and autographs after the show. Sponsor for this segment, Shaquan's Fashion and Weed Paraphernalia Smoke Shop, Home Girls. Looking to get Fly Guy's attention, but he thinks you dress like a hoe. Don't worry. Shaquan's fashion and weed paraphernalia shop is gonna make you look like a fine axe Nubian queen, and Fly Guy will be on his knees begging for those digits. Yes, Shaquan's weed paraphernalia smoke shop and fashion can hook you up. That's right. Choose from the highest quality fashion dresses and casual where Shaquan has to offer. Don't see what you're looking for. Pre-order from Shekwan's catalog, and her OGs will go on the hunt, sack the nearest white hood, and get what you need. Guaranteed. And while you're shopping, why not pick up a complimentary loaded bomb along the way and have fun in the newly built smoke and fitting rooms? So come on down to Shekwan's fashion and weed paraphernalia shop home girl. It's the fly in you, honey. Now back to our show. Comedy alert, comedy alert. This comedian is quite a looker, and I've been trying to bang this broad for some time now. Coming up to the stage, she's worth waiting for. The always entertaining, fun girl. Hello, City of Detroit. Ladies, you look lovely tonight, and guys, I can see your ladies dressed you as well. My name is Fun Girl, and I recently had surgery. Yes. I got a new voice. Well, when you're digital, you don't have much to operate on. But anyway, how are you ladies doing tonight? I want to tell you a story about my man. Well, he's analog and not digital. So it makes him an idiot. Yes, it's true, ladies. Example, we had to go to Lowe's one day, and my man went from analog to idiot in seconds. Before analog, once the sliding doors opened, an idiot. Anyway, he was screaming at the top of his lungs in excitement, and I literally had to pick up his eyes off the floor. You see, his analog brain couldn't handle all the stuff in the store, and it went completely haywire, driving him into a frenzy. He started running down the aisles, drooling on the floor along the way. 
I nearly slipped and broke my neck chasing him. Anywhere I caught him in the power tool section. Just grabbing and touching everything. So I scolded him, saying put that down. Stop touching everything. Don't make me have to put you in the cart. Suddenly, he actually threw himself down on the floor and started kicking up a tantrum. It was embarrassing, ladies, because I have an idiot in Lowe's and people are starting to notice. So I bribe him with a new wrench. Now before I could put him in the cart, he runs away again, and when I find him he's riding a John Deere tractor through the store, yelling I'm only testing it honey I swear. I was shocked, but that's what I get for bringing him to Lowe's without a leash. Suddenly he loses control, plowing the John Deere tractor into the wood section and plywood, posts, and any kind of wood that was there flies everywhere, destroying the place. But that's not the worst part. The John Deere tractor and my man are still on the loose. The employees are running, chasing the tractor and my analog man, cursing and ready to give him what he truly deserves. An axe whipping. And ladies, I'll let you in on a secret. We only came in for a plunger. Finally, the manager comes over to me. And thank God she's a woman. She actually looked over the wild scene, shrugged and said it's okay. My analog idiot man does the same thing when he picks me up every night. My name is Fun Girl and enjoy the rest of your night. Sponsor for this segment. Baby Boy's Auto Body Strip Shop. Hey homies. Somebody tried to gank you. Or maybe they tried to mess with your crib. Somebody making moves on Fly Honey. Need to get revenge. Well, meet Baby Boy in a dark alley and he'll tell you about Baby Boy's auto body strip shop. That's right, homies. For a fee, Baby Boy will personally make sure your culprit has a whip with complimentary brick tires, busted radio and speakers, and even damage to the doors, hood and trunk. And as an added bonus, shredded front and back seats and a free busted front and back windshields to go with it. Yes, and Baby Boy will personally leave homies a message saying Baby Boy's auto body strip shop customized your whip. Trust me, you ain't doing spit about it bro, so come down that dark, lonely alley and meet Baby Boy's auto body strip shop. He'll hook you up personally. Now back to our show. Comedy alert, comedy alert. Special guest, special guest. This comedian is old as dirt and actually owns an autographed copy of the Holy Bible. Coming up to the stage, this old bag was hard to get to Detroit. But a bingo card and an invitation to play bridge tricked her here. Please welcome Grandma Mom. Now... I will not go up there and do my set on that stage. Honey, not tonight. Well, my feet hurt. Oh, yeah? Okay, well, you asked for it. Let me talk to the crowd. Let's start with you in the ugly shirt. I'm sorry, but what did you say? You want me to talk about the crowd? Well, honey, this crowd is a joke. So why would I talk about them? And I would insult your lions, but that's too easy. And the insult would be to actually watch the lions play. Okay. You in the dress. You make an ugly woman, by the way. What's that? 
Honey, I'm too old to be playing comedian. But your Detroit Tigers are made of paper, so don't get high hopes on a championship. And dress like adults, Detroit. Not weirdos. Can we make this quick? My back is starting to hurt on this stage. You with the blonde hair. You look pretty tonight. Where's your man? Well, don't pick one up in Detroit. Okay. You in the skirt. What's that, honey? Am I afraid? No, because toilet paper is tougher than this crowd, so it's easy for me to wipe my bunghole with you. Okay. You in the back. What was that? Where? Honey, Michigan sucks. Try Michigan State. I see you in the baseball cap. Yes. You can speak. It's not hard. Here's a hint. Use your lips. I'm sorry, but what was that? The Pistons? Okay. I got one for you. The Pistons play like a bunch of special ed players on crack and couldn't beat a paper bag if it was wet and had a hole in the back. What? Well, honey, you asked. Okay. You with the funky haircut. What's that? How come I don't I reside here? Because Detroit smells like my bunghole when I'm taking a dump. Sorry, but it's true. Look, my feet hurt, so I'm leaving. Thank you, Detroit. Hopefully you weren't offended by this old lady. If you were, screw you, <laughs> because I'm too old to care. Sponsor for this segment. Comedians need more material for your set. We'll come on down to the Dummy Idiot Club. That's right. Catch all the dummy idiots you need to see and get that new material. The Dummy Idiot Club guarantees you'll see dummy idiots do and say things only dummies and idiots would do and say. And boy, the writing tables are always full so book reservations ahead. And yes, we allow video so you can take your work home with you and break your material down from there. So comedians, come on down to the Dummy Idiot Club, book reservations, and get bonafide material from our professional dummy idiots doing dumb spit. It's worth your time, and act now. We'll give you a complimentary pen on the house. Call now. Comedy alert, comedy alert. Our closing act, well, he's the weirdest guy in the United States. And he's the only man to do every known drug on the planet and survive. Move over Keith Richards, because coming up to the stage, that crazy son of a biscuit, Tony Lappington. Hello, Detroit. I see you're taking this beat down of laughs pretty well, so I'll lay off. I got a question, though. No, don't start sweating. I already know that two out of three of your sports teams suck. My question is, are alcoholics better shoppers than marijuana users? And I think that's a fair question to ask you. Okay, first off, our alcoholic may have trouble getting to the store. It's called DWI. Now our pothead will make it, but a five-minute trip can turn into a 30-minute trip because you forgot where you were going in the first place. And how about those street and traffic lights? Pretty cool, huh? Add music and you're completely in another world. 
Now let's get back to our alcoholic. Remember the DWI? Well, the cops did, and it's getting pretty hard for our alcoholic to get to the store. And those red and blue lights flashing along with the wailing siren behind him is scary to say the least. And boy, you can forget that speed limit. Now back to our pothead. He's finally made it to the store. But now there's a problem. Do you finish the song you're listening to? Or do you turn it off? And it doesn't matter if it's Bluetooth music hooked to your speakers from your cell phone. It's still a tough choice. Now where's our alcoholic? Oh, that's right. He's in the middle of a standoff with the cops still trying to get to the store. Boy, I tell you, there's only so many bullets he has in that gun. But let's get back to our pothead. Finally in the store, there's still another problem for our pothead. It's called choices. Does he get Twinkies? Ho-hos? Maybe those snowballs with the pink coconut sprinkles? While he goes through that tough decision, let's get back to our alcoholic. Why will you look at this? He never made it to the store, and it looks like our alcoholic is down and staring at the asphalt, handcuffed and ready to be put in the paddy wagon. Moral of the story, Detroit. Alcoholics will never beat a pothead with the munchies to the store because you can't shop in jail. <laughs> oh, I feel that love Detroit, but I got to ask, when the Lions lose, do you still celebrate? I'm kidding. But, you know, I had this dream last night, and when I woke up with a hangover, I thought to myself, is it smart to be on drugs when going to an interview? I'm going to share with you the dream I had. Okay, the first person coming for an interview, a pill popper. Yes, those pill poppers are a bit weird during an interview. You can't be sure if they're listening or zoning out. And the mood swings. One minute they're happy, excited, while the next offensive and derogatory. And the scary part is the incoherency and lack of memory. But getting the pill popper to leave is pretty easy because they don't remember why they were there in the first place. Our next one up, a cokehead. And it's hard to understand a cokehead because you don't speak gibberish. And they're always leaving the room every five minutes. And usually the interview doesn't last because the cokehead runs out of coke and has to get more. Nah, heroin addict. They usually never make it to the door. So that leaves one last person, the pothead. Now he'll be late, but when the pothead does come in, they usually smell like what they smoke and try to overpower it with cheap cologne. Also, they have a soda or a snack or chewing gum. Now, the pothead might get confused at times during the interview, but he's still coherent enough to answer questions. And he might squirm in the chair, but that paranoia keeps him right in place. And what manners? They're so polite, so usually they get the job, but are always late. But hey, they still work. So maybe it is smart to go to an interview on drugs. Just be careful which one. I'm Tony Laffington, and thank you, Detroit, for having me. You were a wonderful crowd. Homies, fly honeys, whitey. Here's your host to close the show, English Dope. Michigan, I must say, dog, you took that smacketh down really well. You got heart, Detroit, and a sense of humor. And we appreciate you. Thank you for coming out tonight and having us in your wonderful state.
keep that we legal homeboys and girls, and enjoy the rest of your night. Looks like the blunt has been turned into ash, and that Hennessy black bottle is down and out. And that means we are out of time. Thanks for listening to the Slang Corner Comedy Show. And just like Alexander the Great, the electric assault continues on the East Coast. We'll be in Trenton, New Jersey, at the famous Digital Jersey Shore Comedy Club. So catch the laughs. And remember, kick it hardcore. And, as always, keep it real. Funny homies, fly honeys, whitey. Slang Corner Offline. Comedy Disconnected. <laughs>